Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is your weekly news show. It is the 28th of March as we record this. We'll have it up very soon for you, hopefully. Uh, it's me, your boy, Big Tasty, joined again by Aaron Sutcliffe. Aaron, how's it going, man? Uh, there's no Troy on this news podcast. Oh, no, the... <laughs> you're ready to no. wreak havoc. <laughs> I'm concerned that Troy is not here to, t- to-, to keep order. But I mean, we'll- to be fair, got when I was on the last news one, I think two weeks ago, it got very NXT like between right, the we'll, two we'll of us. And, we'll try and make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Monday afternoon. Uh, it's fucking sweating. Uh, it's WrestleMania sky. week. It's WrestleMania week, yeah. Uh, my weekend doesn't start until Thursday, but well, I say it never I, stops. And then it never stops until <laughs> Monday. Yeah, <laughs> Monday is a recovery day. Lots of wrestling that weekend. Oh, but uh, right, should we crack? We've got a fair whack of news, obviously, with a lot of WrestleMania stuff, a lot of WrestleMania weekend stuff. So we'll, we'll crack right in. It's the exact same as last year. It's the busiest time of the year for wrestling. <laughs> so <laughs> it's wrestling Christmas. Um, right, so we'll start out as always with the WWE slash NXT news. I don't know why we separate them because NXT is part of WWE. I don't know why we differentiate them. It's just all WWE news, isn't it? You know, it's... yeah, it's just all WWE now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the big probably the biggest um, bit of news that broke over the last few days. Um, so Triple H appeared on First Take, which is, I believe, it's a it's like a sports podcast, is it? Yeah. Yeah, um, he detailed his health problems and announced basically announced his retirement so he can never wrestle again. Uh, so going into the detail, he said that he had viral pneumonia, and he continued by saying, and this is a quote: "From the viral pneumonia, I had fluid in my lungs, fluid around my heart. They followed up on it, did an EKG. Basically, the way your heart pumps out, it's fifty-five to sixty-five percent of your injection fracture is a good number. I was at thirty percent, so his heart was basically working at half speed." or half like force. I had a quick text message saying, don't take time, pack a bag, we'll head to the emergency room, I'll fill you in on the way. By the time I got to the emergency room, it had gone up to 22%, and he was basically in heart failure. So the next morning, they figured out that he was, um, the next morning he was going down to get MRI done, and he was down to 12%, so basically his heart was just like shutting down. Yeah. Which sounds horrible. Yeah, imagine uh, actually basically- having to feel that, though. Like you're seeing on the screen, like this is literally you dying on the screen. Yeah. It's going from like, you know, 30% to 20% to 12%. It's like, oh man. Um, uh, when they tell you, um, they said he was on the one yard line. It's a football analogy. Like he was, he was, it was a real, like, sort of last stand. Um, and yeah, he said he was like, obviously thinking about his family. He had three young girls, 15, 13, and 11. And uh, suddenly, yeah, he just came home. He felt a little bit unwell. And all of a sudden, bam, he's in the hospital. Um, and then he said when they put him that when they were putting him under for his operation, he was basically thinking, is he gonna wake up again? Which is horrible to, to yeah. think of already. 
yeah, you're getting put to sleep and you don't know if you're getting back up or not. Well, so it, obviously, thankfully, he was able to make a, a, a recovery. Um, he's back to as close to the full fitness as he's ever going to be. And when asked about his future, he said, uh, "As far for me, as far as in ring, I'm done. I'll never wrestle again. I have a defibrillator in my chest. It's not a good idea for me to be zapped on live TV." Yeah, that's a bit which is fair play. Shay, yeah. And he, he also revealed there had been tentative plans to wrestle this at this year's WrestleMania before, obviously, his heart problems. So, which is odd because it seemed like. He was kind of done because he hadn't wrestled for so long. His last match was 2019 at Super Showdown against Randy Orton. His last, sure about that. his last TV match was at Super Showdown. His last one after that was a house show and a weird tag team match. Yeah, TT with Nakamura against like two randos. Uh, those two randoms were Bobby Roode and was it Dove? Was it the Dirty Dogs? I I don't I think it was pre Dirty Dogs. It was Bobby Roode and someone else. I remember seeing Bobby Roode. Right. Oh well. There you go. I mean, obviously, we wish Triple H a long and healthy retirement, and just hope that he's uh he's able to sort of deal with his condition as best yeah. he can. We all love a good fun and joke about Triple H's career and shovels and all. Oh, hang on, I've got it. So here you go. His last match was teaming with Shinsuke Nakamura against Robert Roode and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, there you go. I, I didn't was in, think that it was in Tokyo, that. Japan. In Japan? Fucking hell. Japan. That's why he's with Nakamura then, to get that baby face fucking... <laughs> <laughs> get that new Japan rub. Again, I've literally just laughed about Triple H wanting the baby face cheer. So there you go. We're all fun we, games. But, but, we, we, but we, do, we do wish him well. We do wish him well. And if you joke about heart failure and things, you're a end. Yeah. There you go. Coming from me personally. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an official position of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. That means a lot when it comes from me. <laughs> uh, next up. According to PW Insider, Bobby Lashley is going to return on Monday Night Raw this week. Um, so right, wasn't wasn't the whole reason from dropping the belt that he was going to miss WrestleMania? Yes, because of injury. But now but they think not. he's now they think he's going to be back in time. So it's already here later on in the news, but he's, they're struggling for an opponent for almost tasty. No, so they're gonna feed him Bobby Lashley. They're gonna or Bobby Lashley just goes fuck this and just takes out almost and almost <laughs> is done for. Like every other giant in WWE history. They yeah. last a year and that's it. <laughs> I mean, I think Bobby Lashley has inherently more value than Omos in terms of a ring performer. Uh, yeah, like if almost because he, he could like he can like you know do moves. I, I genuinely think almost is getting like the great Cali treatment. Or the yeah. hiding ring treatment of being a like, solid harder for a year. Don't look at his wrestling ability. Just look how tall he is. He's dead look, tall. Look how tall he is. We'll make him like look superior for a year, and then we'll go. You're not actually that good at wrestling. You're not actually bringing in the money. So we will just make you do a kiss cam or something. <laughs> <laughs> if he comes out with a kiss cam on at Mania, yeah, <laughs> you you called it. Remember that? I'm calling it the almost kiss cam. <laughs> uh, 
Right. So yeah, if, hopefully they find something nice to do with Bobby Lashley because he's, he's actually very good. Uh, right. So according to uh, the internet, very nebulous source on this one. Here we go. <laughs> there are images. To, is that all you've got? Just an in general internet. <laughs> according to the internet, my uncle who works at WWE told me. Um, there are images going around of a new WWE title with a blue streak in it, which has led to speculation it will be the new unified championship. Yeah, I'm gonna do a quick Google and see. I'm gonna type in right new WWE unified title. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like we'll go for it, eh? And we'll go in images and see what pops up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've seen it. A blue streak for it. Oh, oh, I mean, that looks. It looks. It looks rough, doesn't it? That looks <laughs> nasty. Um, when we put this out on Twitter, we will put a photo underneath it, or I'll put a photo underneath. This, this, thing. this could, this could be the. Um, it sounds really the, awful. This could be the cover, the cover picture for the podcast. Just that belt. Oh, it's not see, that, a... see the picture I've got. It looks like it's like a trailer. It looks that's like the, that's exactly that's the picture I've got as well. Tasty. So I don't know. I don't no, know. I've I've got a UK shaped one as well that's got like the world behind it. But the the new design everyone thinks it's the one with the trailer is the one you're already looking at. Tasty. Yeah, but that's not a belt. Uh, that's like an actual. Yeah. You know, but Pit even if set. even if that is a belt tasty, it looks it doesn't look best. You thought the blue and red ones are quite naff. I mean, uh, you say this, but we're talking about we haven't made a good main roster belt for about eight years. That is also true. Yes. <laughs> um, it's the thing is they've stated themselves. Oh yeah, we're going to unify the belts, but it's not going to be the only world title. So what's the point then? Like. I don't understand. So what, are they, how, what, what are they going to do for world titles? Are they going to have another one? Or, or are they just going to split them up again? Or is it a unified title match that doesn't act, that ends in a draw so the titles don't get unified? Or... Right. Oh no, my God, I've you, just no, called it. Aaron, the, the I've just called it. Yeah. <laughs> the, mistake, the mistake we're making here is we're assuming that they know what they're doing. Tasty, I've just called it. The main event of WrestleMania is going to end in a draw. Like a double count out. Or something of that—it's gonna happen, isn't it? And no, what nobody will become the universal champion, the unified champion. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, please don't do it! Don't do it! But I will piss myself if it does. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I can see happening now that I've said it. I don't. There'll, see be, there'll it. be some bullshit somewhere, man. There'll be a bullshit somewhere, whether it be the Usos, whether it be Paul Heyman. Whether it be fucking three cowboys on horses, uh, two butchers with like raw pigs, <laughs> something along those lines. Someday I'll get involved. Thirty to fifty feral hogs. <laughs> I'll bring that back. A, a shotgun with Lesnar's like logo on the side of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's cool. We're getting a new title. I hope not, because it looks like shit, but sure. Um, next up, we have got the Wrestling Observer newsletter notes that there's been no talk of a women's battle royal at WrestleMania this year. Uh, there's a men's one on SmackDown, so I'm assuming... Yeah, even the Andre the Giant battle, it's not even made to the pre-show this year, is it? It's like on SmackDown beforehand. Yeah, 
But that's what they did last year. They had the Battle Royal and the SmackDown tag titles on last year's yeah. SmackDown beforehand. I don't think I don't th- think that's as prestigious as they think it is. Like, oh, well, but you're on, on SmackDown before Mania. I think the same thing. Like, yeah. well, no, no, it really isn't. How come we can fit shit like the tag titles? But they're not great. There's no teams going each, for them. Each night, each night's having a two-hour pre-show. Why? There's no matches. Why not have the matches that are on SmackDown? Like, you know, the US title and the IC title. Well, they don't, they don't, they're not important anymore. They don't exist. The IC title's on the line on SmackDown. The US title, Balor's on the fucking Battle Royal. Yep. I mean, Logan Paul needs his time, doesn't he, So. How much time? How much time is that main event between fucking Brock and Roman Reigns realistically going to be? Brock can't go more more than 20 minutes anyway, so... Fuck me. Like, there's plenty of time there. Why not? I don't care if it turns out to be WrestleMania fucking 35 style, where it's an eight-hour-long show. I don't care. I say that. I really do care, because I need (laughs) sleep at some point. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it sucks, doesn't it? Like, the amount of wrestlers that can't get on the card this year, and yeah, the amount of nonsense that is g- going to happen there. Charlotte and Ronda, I understand. Who, yeah, who's talking Becky? Over, over, over two nights, Becky's got Siam. Bianca. Bianca. Hi. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll break this all down at the end of, at the, end of the second. Yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll through Mania properly. What we, what we know so far. Um, right then, moving on. Speaking of something else that's going to happen uh, with Mania Weekend, uh, Shad Gaspard is to receive the 2022 Warrior Award at the WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So Shad has been posthumously named the recipient of the 2022 Warrior Award. It's named after WWE Hall of Famer, the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, the Warrior Award is presented to an individual who has exhibited unwavering strength and perseverance and who lives life with the courage and compassion that embodies the indomitable spirit of the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, this was first reported by FoxSports.com. Uh, and a little, another thing, Hall of Fame adjacent bit of news is WWE have also just recently announced, as in uh, like 20 minutes ago, that the Steiner brothers will also be getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Shit, that's the ultimate warrior award, isn't it? I mean, I'd really would be all right if they just renamed it like the Shad Gaspard Award because he wasn't a horrible homophobe. Yeah, or a racist man, or yeah. anything that Ultimate Warrior wasn't. He didn't fucking steal money out of fucking wannabe wrestlers' pockets on seminars. He he, he just died saving his kid, which is, you know. He just died saving his kid. Literally, not. There's no thing in that. It's mad. Fuck Ultimate Warrior. I mean, you're going to see a lot. There's been a lot of talk online about people saying they should rename it. Thing is, it happens every year, doesn't it? It's always the same award since 2016 because that's when mm-hmm. the first one was, or 2017. Uh, and it's always the same. We get the same argument. Why is it still called the Ultimate Warrior Award? We all had a halluva when the Women's Battle Royal was called the Fabulous Miller Battle Royal. That got changed very quickly. Why is this not getting changed very quickly? Yeah. Why well, is some of it all right and some of it not? Yeah, and... I'm not saying that Miller's a better human than the Ultimate Warrior, but some people would argue, like, which one's worse? Yeah, it's it's, it's a closure on things. Yeah. 
And I'll also good, good on the standard, but it's good to see them getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I hope I hope Scott Steiner goes full Scott Steiner math shit mode. In his Hall oh, of Fame mean, speech. That's going to be an interesting Hall of Fame speech. And it's, you know, obviously his nephew and uh, Rick's son is in. He's not a Steiner, mate. He's not a Steiner. He's a breaker. He's a breaker. He's not a Steiner. He doesn't do the camel clutch. He doesn't, like, do the like a dog. He doesn't do any of that. Let's do the Frankensteiner. He doesn't do the Frankensteiner ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Yeah, well done. Like actually having some sort of morals, WWE giving Shad Gaspar the award. I assume it's his son that takes it as well. It will be him that actually takes the award. I'd imagine so. Yeah. I I oh, fucking I fucking know. Um. Next up, we have got. Despite reports saying the Stone Cold Kevin Owens confrontation could main event WrestleMania Saturday. Wrestling Observer Newsletter reported that as of a midweek, WWE's internal match order still had Charlotte and Rousey going on last. I mean, they've said on TV that that's going, that's night one's main event, have they not? What, Charlotte v. Ronda? I'm sure they have. I mean, why would you not have Ronda? You have to finish with a match, right? You yeah. can't, you can't not have a match on last. You can't have, you can't have it finishing with a, an, an interview segment. That's just, that's just. Stone Cold does hit, a stunner, sticks his fingers up in the air. Millie Vanilli, bam, bam. And that's it. We end WrestleMania for night one. Uh, Imagine that how that feels as, as a fan in attendance. <laughs> that would be such a sour note. Oh, because then if that was the case, they put that on last. Halfway through the segment, they'd be going. Like every fan watching it or their live would be going, oh shit, something big must be happening during this because it's on last. And they're going to have it, a match and then they just don't have a match. They just don't have Okay. <laughs> We're laughing like it wouldn't yeah. happen, but it is possible. <laughs> it's good to see. It's, I mean, it's good to see a women's match main event again, even though it's still night one, like main event night two. You, you cowards, you know, put a women's match on them as the main main event. Yeah. Uh, more, more mania talk, tasty. Yeah, and before we go on to the next one, it's just, it's I, I, I can't get over how weird it feels to have like a two night mania and have like, like the main event, but I know it's only really half time because you've got like tomorrow night's mania. Yeah, but it feels but, like it, but it's it's finished, but it hasn't, and it's like, oh, it's just, just, just now, now a woman can main event mania and men at the same time. Now, women can main event mania every year, but also soap and Roman. So it's perfect. It's perfect. And double <laughs> ticket sales. Perfect. <laughs> well, it isn't because one match that they particularly don't have time for, or, or might maybe have time for, we don't know. This is like Schrodinger's match. Uh, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, a United States Championship match between Finn Balor and Damian Priest, quote, was scheduled for WrestleMania weekend. Why? Now, I don't know what's going on with this. Right. I'll... I've... I, I try to keep up with main roster stuff. I don't watch any highlights. I don't. I just see things on Twitter. Um, as I see Damian Priest lose his title to Finn Balor, I go, okay, right, Finn's got the US title. Uh, Damian Priest turns heel on Finn Balor. Oh, you automatically think, oh, we're getting a rematch at Mania then. That would be okay build up. The newly turned Damian Priest yeah, against all, all Finn the, Balor. All the intrigue is there. You've set, you've set the stakes, you've, you've, you know. Yeah, you've set it all up. Um, it's mania as well. You could, in theory, bring out the demon for this match because 
Damien Priest has turned heel. Yeah. So and th- there you go. There's your belt up. Nah, we'll just put you in the Battle Royal and Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah, you can have the what? match on like the, the SmackDown after Mania or something. What? Why? All the build-ups there. Yeah. What? Or if your pre-show is two hours long, why not have that on one of them as one match? Just put it on. Yeah, you can put like because we don't need that. We don't need two hours of Booker T talking. We, we don't nights. for for both nights. Ah, <laughs> oh, it makes me angry. The build-ups there. How how can you not have build-up for matches and put them on Mania? Like the Fatal 4-Way Women's Tag Titles. There's build-up there, but it's absolutely shy because it's the Women's Tag Titles. And then you've got a build-up for a match, which is so intriguing. You can have the Demon Finn Balor show up. You can that Because that's a thing. That's more intrigue because it's not often we see it. And it's just, nah. Because we need either Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin or <sighs> the Usos versus Rick Boogs and Shinji Nakamura. Have you seen what's happening on Raw? No, I don't Tonight, watch it, mate, because I, I value my sanity. They have, they have the Raw tag title, the Raw tag champs, RK Bro, versus the SmackDown tag champs, the Usos, just before WrestleMania, whose titles are both on so the line at WrestleMania. So, so someone's going into Mania with a loss. Someone's either going into Mania with a loss, or there's shenanigans which make or it's a, the team yeah, look it's like a dildos. Bullshit finish. Yeah. Yeah. How do, how do you do such bad booking and then such good booking for a match that's not booked? <laughs> Again, Aaron, you, you, you're sort of coming from a position of you, you, you're you acting like they know what they're doing. They, they, you're acting like they know what, what's happening next. They don't. They're booking this by the seat of the bench. It's fine when we watch NXT and we review it because we know it makes no sense. So we just go with it and we make it up to ourselves. Whereas they try to think they know what they're doing on main roster. It's weird. NXT is just a horny fever dream and we all accept that. Yeah. <laughs> this is meant to be like the main show. This is meant to be the one they care about. This is meant to be the one they put the effort into. But, you know. And they're putting can the you, effort into the wrong things, apparently. Can you, ever, can you ever remember a mania with a build this bad? The thing is, it's all built around Brock and Roman. But it's different because Brock Lesnar's a face this time. That's the difference. As cool. opposed to when they were trying to get Roman over as a face and it wasn't working and everyone preferred Brock anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Back when they last wrestled. So so Brock Lesnar just beat Roman Reigns every time anyway. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I, oh, before I get angry again... Uh, Should we right, move on? We'll move on. This is what I came here to speak about. Well, it's not, but but it's one of the most intriguing <laughs> things. Dave Meltzer's obligatory Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins WrestleMania update from the Wrestling Observer News. Uh, all WWE sources indicate the belief that the deal is done and the match is happening and that any suggestion it isn't, it isn't is not the case. Uh, well done, Dave Meltzer. Um, that's exactly Dave how Meltzer, he... Murdering grammar one sentence at a time. <laughs> He picked up the wrong fucking bits of paper off his player. <laughs> <laughs> there are those close to the situation who are still suggesting otherwise, but one person in WWE called that silliness at this point. Rest of votes added, two very high-profile people were adamant to the boss that if, if in brackets, when, when Cody Rhodes arrives, 
he should be exactly what he was in AEW. Presentation, ring gear, theme music, pyro, etc, etc. The visual impact of the American Nightmare crossing the line is significant here. I mean, I'm, surely it's going to harm. What are you going to have Seth do at Mania? I mean, I, I, want, I want it, I want it like, I, sorry, I want the Homelander outfit, but I want it bigger. I want him to, you know, remember like when Bobby Roode debuted and he came down like that giant like platform like, lowered down? I want him to like descend yes, like, down yes. from a, on a massive platform. I want like I want his homeland cape to be like fifty foot what long, and I want it to trail all the way from the ring to the backstage area. I want it absolutely bonkers over I the want, top. Like, I want him to shoot fireworks out of his nipples before he takes his top off, takes his jacket off, and everything. I want it. I want absolute nonsense. I want. I want. I want him to go say. I want him to just indulge Cody like all of his whims. I want every single one of them. Yep. Yeah, the thing is, if if they've seen Cody, right, which I genuinely think they have now, that that's what they're going for, because Seth's got to do something at Mania. Yeah. There's no way he's not going to be at Mania. Um, But uh, I I said this two weeks ago in the news, like, Cody's going to hear a lot of, like, you can, I'll sign, but I want this, 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 and this. Like, there's going to, like, Cody's a massive star. Well, uh, for the other company, which is what they've got to get this right, essentially. WWE, if they've signed them, they've got yeah, to get the- it right. For it to be like, oh, we want more AEW talent, but if if AEW wants if, to if, go, they, if if they screw this up, then nobody will ever go AEW. Yeah, exactly, because this is like the biggest deal. So I feel Cody's definitely signed. I, I genuinely do feel we're getting Seth and Cody. And I, I want yeah, they Seth wouldn't, and they wouldn't Cody. go this far without doing anything for Seth unless they had Cody locked it for him. They literally let Seth acknowledge the Cody chance on Raw yeah. as well. Uh, why? So, yeah, uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see when we get the downstage and we get the home under, you know, the home uh, jackets. I don't believe they're going to have downstate. I know Cody would want that. <sighs> They said they want everything to be the same. They want it to look like he's just walked out of AW and walked straight into WWE. That's the same character. He's just got polka dot pants on. <laughs> no, it's, it, his neck tattoo will just be polka dots instead of the uh, Nightmare Factory symbol. It's just... you'll, have it, you'll have it covered over. Just like polka dots all over, all around his neck. Like a big neck band of polka dots. Oh, it's, again, give us what we want. We all want Cody and Seth. It's massive. Yeah. It's, the, it's the only thing I'm intrigued about the entirety of WrestleMania yeah, weekend. So. I, I am totally with you on that. Uh, right, keeping up with Cody, uh, Fightful has revealed that Cody is making a documentary. Uh, and the quote is, Cody Rhodes is facing a career crossroads. So it did that. So it did. <laughs> And is adding to his plate with a new documentary. Last week, Teal Rhodes, who is his cousin, I think. Yeah, it's Sister, Stingy's Sister. daughter. No, is it? Is it not Dustin's daughter? No, that's someone else. Uh, sure, a family it's member. It's a, fam- a family member, anyway. Yeah. Uh, post- oh, yeah, posted to her father, Dusty. So, yeah, it must be his sister. Father Dusty would be him with pride if he saw what was he could see what was next. Five for Select and confirm that was actually in reference to an upcoming documentary about the American Dream produced by Cody, aimed at focusing on the legacy of Dusty. Uh, there's no release date as of yet or any news on any other names involved, but an official announcement is expected in the next few weeks. Uh, I'd watch that. Uh, I love a bit of bit of shit about Dusty. Uh, I'm always down to, to see a bit about his life. 
Yeah, I'm not a documentary sort of guy, unless it's about murderers or strange wrestling things like Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> I'm not a fan of just having a documentary about someone's career or something. I, I get it if people do, but it's not for me. Yeah, I mean, Dusty's a, Dusty's a pretty pretty uh, pretty large character, so yeah, I'll always, uh, always have a bit of that. Sounds interesting. I'll give, I'll give it a watch. Yeah. Now you can tell us how it is. See? I'll tell you. I'll tell you how You'll it is. You'll tell me how it is. is. Yeah, thanks, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's one more from this week's uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Veer McMahon is expected to have a different character when he debuts on Raw. Veer Mahan. That's what I said. You said McMahon. Veer Mahan. You said McMahon. Oh. Ah. Maybe that's his new, maybe that's his <laughs> new character. Maybe he's Vince's illegitimate child. Illegitimate son again. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is this? Like, do they have any clue? You know what I've seen on Twitter, and I'll laugh so hard, right? Imagine they just went, oh, uh, they had like a superstar shake up, and Veer McMahon got drafted to SmackDown, and they just did the same again. Coming to <laughs> SmackDown. Coming. <laughs> For another three months. I saw actually Veer himself actually put up a picture. Uh, the other day of him in like the a cafe in IKEA. Cafe in IKEA. Like, he was in IKEA having like some meatballs in the cafe after like going shopping, and he's like, "Yeah, this is why I'm taking so long." I get that you're going, you're getting yourselves involved in the meme. I, I I do get it. You're going along with it. It's funny, but come on. This was. I mean, it's off. It's off via himself. He's making this happen. It's creative. Yeah, it's, it's not his fault. That he's taking forever to turn up. <laughs> and you know as soon as he turns up they'll have, they'll have nothing for him to do he'll unless they have like... B almost as opponent but then who do you cheer for in that situation but, but then who do you put over Veer who wins that much almost a shame so the almost push the almost push dies yeah a year later a year later you see, before it gets going, he's been with in the company for a year now on main yeah, roster. He's done sod all, mate. I, I know that. Hey, that, that's former tag champ yours being a bit there, almost. Yeah, he won it last year at Rainy, didn't he, when he when they bodied the New Day? With AJ, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, what? I, I, cool. I'm not that intrigued about your man as... To I'm be sure he'll be fine. Um, hopefully they've got something for him to do when he gets there. Like, yeah, I hope so, because that's that's always what you want on a debut. You want them to have something to do, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It would be preferable, yes. Yeah, right, moving on then. Um, Fightful Select has learned the 31-year-old Flash Morgan Webster's WWE contract was set to expire last month, and that contract negotiations have stalled. As of now, we're told that Webster is working with a short-term extension, but that is apparently due to expire very soon as well. Uh, people who have been spoken to claim that he rejected an initial renewal offer. Uh, Webster has been out of action since October 2021 with a shoulder injury, and the latest update is that that we've heard has him set to return to the ring around June. So I've obviously... got a question about contracts then on this one. Okay. How many times have they went, you can't leave because you were injured? So we've put yeah. that time on top of that. Well, they did it to Brody, didn't they? They did it to... FTR. Um, FTR. 
Yeah, they've done it to. Um, they're doing. The rumor to be doing it to Candice as well with her maternity leave. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Like, why? Why not? So, in theory, why is Flash Morgan Webster not getting that? Why is he well, getting it, the choice it, it, it to looks, leave? It, well, it looks like he is because he has been out of action since October, and his contracts were supposed to expire last month. Yeah, he's not gonna. They wanted to return to the ring in June. Maybe are they? They're holding it out then. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how long you don't know how long that extension was. Um, I mean, um, if he's injured October 2021, he's been out with an injury, still injured months. now. That's five months added to your contract. Well, he's not going to get back until June, so he's got another then three months to go. That's not a short extension. Five months is not a short extension. Well, what if I mean, he might have he might have signed like a two month extension, then they're going to bring him back in June for two months just to be petty and then release him. Well, that's what they did with FTR and Brody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get and, it. And, and Jeff Hardy, if I remember. Yeah, no offence to Flash Morgan Webster. You're not on that same level. But You're trying to tell me the subculture on important. <laughs> you forgetting they exist, to be honest. <laughs> Last time I saw them, they, they were happy slapping um, Gallus in NXT UK. Uh, riveting. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, never happy slapping. That was it's back. <laughs> happy slapping. Jesus Christ. Vince McMahon just watched shitey fucking UK like hooligan videos and went. He's he's finally seen the tango advert from like 2002. <laughs> he's like that. I want that in wrestling. Oh, Vinnie Matt watching fucking 2002 adverts in the UK. You'll love to see it. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, Shane Helms, or if, if you don't know his real name, it's the Hurricane, Hurricane Helms or Gregory Helms, um, took to social media to announce that he signed a legends deal with WWE. Uh, that also makes him old. That was his own words. He basically said, I've signed a oh, deal. That means right. I'm now old. I was going to say, who, who's written this? <laughs> he currently works as a producer so he's has he got a producer's deal and a legends deal possibly so it's yeah. like two contract I think that means they can, they, can, they, can, they can fire him as a producer but you'll still be a legend so as the hurricane legend just means like you make like appearances every now and then doesn't yeah, you? Like you like the boogeyman does pop him out every now and then yeah literally yeah. like I mean, the boogeyman does he was in AEW he was in AEW like last year who Hurricane Helms. Yeah, he was in a was not a battle royal or in, something. He was in no, he's in the Elite Deletion. Not the Elite Deletion, um the Sammy Guevara deletion match. So he was. Aye. He aye. turned up to it he turned up um, and got um he was held hostage by Gangrel, wasn't he? Yeah, I I remember that now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, the legends deal will just be like, oh, you can show up at the Rumble every year now. <laughs> yeah, or you can get have to keep pestering you to do it. Or, yeah, or you can just we can just like have you backstage whenever we're around your work. In the woods. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's going to keep working. Apparently, he's hey. quite well regarded as producer, isn't he? So. Yeah, if I got offered a legends deal where I just have to sit about until I'm called and I get paid monthly for it, I'm not. I wouldn't argue with it. You're getting a monthly no. income to just sit a bit until you're called upon like twice a year. 
Yeah, I don't know what these latest deals pay, but they must because obviously it's, it's it's all about rights as well as like image rights. So like they can put them in the video games, they can put them in like the trading yes. card games and stuff like that. So um, I, I'm pretty sure he's he's in one of the DLCs as well for the new game anyway. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. as the the pack is literally called Standback or something. It's, oh, right, okay. It's literally something like that. It's, <laughs> it's like the Hurricane Pack, basically. Yeah. It, yeah. There's Mighty Molly in there as well. I think so, actually. I think she genuinely I, I is, hope, yeah. I hope so. That'd be awesome. I, I think uh, she genuinely is, as Mighty Molly from 2000. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, right. Uh, before we sign off the WWE section of the news, we're just going to run down the cards very briefly for the all the matches that are taking place, or what we know of so far, are taking place at WrestleMania weekend. We'll start with NXT Standard Deliver. Right, Aaron, you're the NXT guy. I'm going to read these matches out to you, and I want you to just give me a brief summary of each one. Okay. Well, oh, so, uh, what do you mean one. a brief summary uh, right, of so, why it's happening, or no, who? just of like just just what what the sort of storyline is briefly, and if you are excited for it or not, basically. Give me like a one-sentence pitch on each match and then whether or not you're excited for it. Uh, right, so NXT standard deliver. We have Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. Uh, we got, me and Troy have got a theory that Ciampa's leaving NXT to go to main roster, so we think this is the going-out match, basically. Uh, oh, God, he gives the rub to Tony D'Angelo. I, I genuinely think so, yes. No oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah or nay? Nay for me. I think Troy right. would say yeah, though. Troy would say yeah. Uh, uh, Gunther versus LA Knight. Uh, Got to get Gunther on the card. That is genuinely yeah. It was announced last week. Uh, LA Knight just donating his body for this one, is he? They, they literally had a go about how Gunther had no charisma and all LA Knight had was Mink skills and he wasn't good at the wrestling. That was their argument. So it's, it's, so it's all show versus all go. It's literally here to have a, a Gunther match on NXT TakeOver. Yeah or no? I'll, I'll go yeah. You can't go wrong with a Gunther match. No. Or Walter, if you're old school. Or, or Walter, but Gunther. Uh, right, next up then we have the NXT Tag Team Championship match. Imperium, with the champions, versus the Creed Brothers versus MSK. Uh, if Creed Brothers win, then yeah. Um, if anyone else wins, nay. Because uh, they've pushed sad, Creed Brothers to the moon on this. Sad Grizzly Young Veterans noses. Yep, um, they got absolutely demolished last week on NXT by the Creed Brothers. <laughs> That's a knife for me. <laughs> After being all witty and calling them out, they got absolutely battered. Oh, um, yeah. Next up then... Uh, Next up then, the NXT North American Championship ladder match. They're, they're going back to the well for this one, aren't they? Jesus Christ. Um, Carmelo Hayes, versus, who's the champion, versus Santos Escobar, versus Solo Sokoa, versus Grayson Waller, versus TBD. Okay, first of all, who is TBD? Uh, TBD has been decided this week. Um, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, and Grayson Waller won qualifying matches, and it's all the losers of the qualifying matches that are in a triple threat. Uh, those three are oh, right, so the, the winner of that is going to yep the three are Roderick Strong A-Kid and who's the last one someone else Cameron I Grimes mean, because put A-Kid um, a in there you cowards 
Um, Ake had got beat like on his second match in the company last week. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Um, so if it's not Cameron Grimes, we can laugh because they brought in the story of Cameron Grimes told his dad before he passed away that he was going to win a title. He still hasn't done it yet. So he won the million dollar title. Does the count? Uh, <laughs> Cameron, so if Cameron Grimes isn't in the match, we can laugh at WWE for just being awful people. Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not that when you say going back to the well as well, that's what they've literally went for. Carmelo Hayes has got so arrogant, he's beaten most people. So he's went, All right, we'll go what started this whole title. Give me up five opponents or four opponents. Sorry, except we can't talk about most of the people who were in the original, yeah, much. yeah, because they're either not worth the company and or bad people, oh, not bad people, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, Santos Escobar, that'll be good. He's a good the flippy boy. Solo Sako is a beefy boy. Uh, Carmel Hayes is fan- a fantastic champion. Grayson Waller is right. there. Grayson Waller can get in the fucking Z. <laughs> Grayson Waller is also there. <laughs> oh, I hate him. What's he going to do? He's going to roll in the ring to hit his silly stunner to then run up a ladder, then hit his stunner. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, right, the next up, and so that's a is that a, is that a yay for you for the for the ladder match based on uh, the balance uh, of power? It will be it will be a good ladder match. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, the NXT Women's Championship match: Mandy Rose, champion versus Corey Jade versus Io Shirai versus Kaylee Ray. Do you know how this match became a thing, Tasty? I do not. Right, so it was originally Corey Jade versus Mandy Rose, right? Mm. But then. Io Shirai and Kayleigh Ray won the Dusty Cup and then went, we don't want the tag titles. What tag titles? <laughs> Who hold the tag titles? Well, they're not even getting defended on the show, so... No, they're, no, they're, that's what I'm saying. The winner of the Dusty Cup, it was all about getting a shot at the women's tag titles, but they went, no, we don't want that. Who won the men's Dusty Cup? Was it the Creed Brothers? Creed Brothers, yes. So that's why they've got. That's why they've got a title shot. So why why are MSK in there? Did they just MSK like are in because they were the former they, champs and never got their. Re- but I thought WWE don't do rematches anymore. Uh, don't worry about it. Um. So yeah, Io and Shirai, Io and Kaylee Ray have got their match because they went. We don't want titles. We <laughs> these, both these, want tag the are, these tag titles are literally worthless. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. uh, we want to. <laughs> we we want to be in. You know those titles that Toxic Attraction hold that isn't the singles title? Nah, we want we both want the singles title. So, fuck your tag team titles. Fair. And then the main event, Ziggles v Biggles. It's Dolph Ziggler versus Brom Breaker for the NXT Championship. I am looking forward to this match. It's been good build-up by the... It genuinely has been good build-up. Surely, surely Dolph drops the belt again here, Mike, right? I don't think so. I genuinely don't think so. You think they're gonna have Dolph Ziggler clean beat cleanly beat from breaker for the Not World cleanly. Title? I didn't I didn't say cleanly. Because <laughs> <laughs> like in a triple threat, there's always like you know a way around it, isn't there? There's always like you know but that, that's how they did it as Champa took the pin, which made Dolph become champ. So that's why Breaker's getting the match. So Bron. Yeah, because yeah, he never got pinned. Fair yeah. enough. Uh yeah, yeah, no. Guess it's a big yay from you, this one. Uh, yeah, um, it's a good main event to have on WrestleMania weekend for your developmental. Did, did you ever? Did you ever think that in the year of our Lord 2022, we would see Dolph Ziggler headline an NXT takeover? 
going in as champion. Going in as champion as well. It's not even like, you know, the fucking when Tyler Breeze came back and they just let him jump out to let the champion for a bit. It's like, no, he's going in with the belt. I, I said it for months prior to him showing up. I was like, imagine Dolph is an NXT. It'd be so good. It would help people make make people better. And he's just t- taking their title instead. Right. So we'll go very quickly then down the WrestleMania card that we know so far. Uh, we won't go as in-depth to this because I don't think either was as invested in the build-up of this at all. I'll try I'll try to do one sentences for this one. Uh, uh, WrestleMania uh, preview. So right for night one, so this is confirmed. This is confirmed for Saturday. Um, we've got WWE SmackDown Women's Championship: Charlotte Flair, the champion, versus Ronda Rousey. Obviously, that's your main event. Should it should have been Becky versus Rousey, but never mind. But you know, Charlotte got a Charlotte. Yeah. Um, WWE Raw, Raw Women's Championship: Becky Lynch, the champion, versus Bianca Belair. Why have your two singles women's titles on the same night? Why are they both on the same me? night? <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> Um, next up then, oh, here we go. The Miz and Logan Paul versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Uh, I, I'm actually quite intrigued to see how well Logan Paul actually does. In the I mean, if Logan Paul takes a 619, I'll be happy, I suppose, in some capacity. Yeah, you're meant to dislike him. Uh, that's the reason he's in this with The Miz. So I'm all for it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Does I'm anybody s- care? I'm sick. This rivalry has been going on, I think, for about six months now. Eight months, even prior to that, Drew and Corbin were constantly at each other. I, I, I give up. <laughs> Remember when Drew was like WWE champion? It's, oh, it's went over my head, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being at the Royal Rumble and seeing him win the Rumble to get that main event. <laughs> uh, right, next up, Edge versus AJ Styles. There's a rumor that this might get pushed back to the Sunday, uh, this match. Why? Look at the happened. rest of the card. Compare to night, ah, I mean entry styles. I mean it'll go too long, but it'll be good, but it'll be good. It'll be, yeah. This will be the long, the edge match will be the longest match, definitely. Um, WWE's idea of psychology is just a thirty-five minute match. To be fair, even though this is like one of the matches with the least build, I think I'm quite intrigued by it. To be honest, yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be a spectacle. It's edge versus edge styles, exactly. You know, but will they do it right? Is the thing. If you go back in time, like five, ten years ago, when Edge was medically retired and AJ Styles in TNA, and you said Edge versus AJ Styles will happen at WrestleMania in ten years' time, you already got laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> and next, we've got the KO show with Kevin Owens and Steve Austin. Flip your fingers up in the air, take a swig of your beer, and hit a stunner. Remember, baby. remember how much hype came out of this announcement about Stone Cold, and then how quickly it all fizzled away. Do you remember when Kevin Owens was so close to leaving WWE and then got offered like a major push? This is your major push. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then in the one of the most perplexing matches of the night, uh, the Usos tag team champions, uh, SmackDown tag team champions versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. New Day got injured. That's why. Yeah, I mean this is literally the oh shit everyone else is fucked. Give us Boogs and Nakamura. Or you could have just replaced it with, you know, US title match, Damien Priest v Finn Balor. Yeah, and put this on the, put this on at the pre-show, wasn't it? But, yeah. Oh. Right. Confirmed. Confirmed for night two. Obviously the big one. Uh, champion v Champion unification match. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Brock Lesnar. I get it. It's Roman v Lesnar. I get it. It is a spectacle, but... 
I mean, this match at best absolutely slap because they put so much into this. They've sacrificed both the titles for this match. If this match doesn't blow the doors off, they're in big trouble. How how different will this match be to all the other ones that we've seen? Oh, they're going to have to pull something out, aren't they? Roman Reigns does the dirty work. Rev it in. I mean, it's how many times can you do like Brock gets kicked in the dick and then speared? Yeah. And then that's, I don't know. I don't know. Is it even an anything goes match? No, I mean, it'll be, it'll be like five loaded finishes yeah. from the off, like spamming finishes, all that nonsense. Probably there'll be a spot where someone gets thrown through the, charges themselves through the barrier, the barricade. Announced no, table can, break. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be the Brock Goldberg match, but with Roman Reigns and like 10 minutes longer. Yeah. I, I, to be fair, I wouldn't argue with that, but that was the whole spectacle of the Lesnar and Goldberg match. It only lasted four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that was. The I, don't, I don't want. I, 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 I don't. I don't want that for twenty-five minutes. No. <laughs> like uh, I don't want to watch a twenty-five minute action scene because after like ten minutes, you it, you just desensitized. <laughs> uh, right next up, then Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. It, it should be a good match. Pat's always, you know, he's always gone above and beyond. He's been in the ring, hasn't he? So. He's been in the ring once, but yeah. Yeah. It was a banger uh, match against Adam Cole, though. But, but yeah. they, they won't mention that on TV. <laughs> yeah, well, Austin Theory ain't no Adam Cole, though, is he? No. I, I, it should still be a good match. Um, so next up, we've got the Women's Tag Team Championship, uh, Carmella and Queen Zelina, the champions, versus Sasha Banks and Naomi, versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, versus Natalia. Oh, this is just to get everyone on the card match, isn't it? Versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Um, so so this, is where, this, this, is, this, is where put, this is where you put Sasha Banks on your Mania card. Got to get her on the card. Yeah, but you know she should be in a featured match. She's the best, she's arguably the best women's wrestler on the roster. Yeah, but she's like a mid-carder at this point. But because she's four horsemen, when she gets privileges, it's fine. Um, yep. Yeah, why is Natalia and Shayna together? Cool. I don't get it, but sure. Uh, I mean, as somebody who doesn't really watch, why are any of these women together? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where's, I'm, sure, I'm sure the last time I saw all of these women, they were wrestling against each other. Uh, where's Nikki Ash and all of this? <laughs> Um, that silence for uh, that was just for, me shrugging. By the way, that silence for listeners was Tasty just going, "I don't know." In silence, that was, that was just me shrugging my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, um, who the fuck knows? Um, next up, then we have an anything goes match: Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. We're getting a whole of jackass, ain't we? I mean, at least at least this will be a spectacle. This right? will be a spectacle because all jackass members will be in this match. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get a fucking just at wee man getting put through a table. Will be Steve O doing a frog splash onto Sami Zayn. All that shenanigans. It'll be beautiful uh, right. to watch. And then finally, the Raw Tag Team Championship match. RK Bro, the champions, versus oh, when Alpha Academy, the champions. So that just changed again. It's, oh, that's a shout actually. It must have changed again. <laughs> Last I heard, oh, it was Alpha Academy. So it's RK Bro versus Alpha Academy versus Street Profits. Basically, the only three tag teams on Raw are going to fight for the tag team titles. Yeah, that's generally it. I don't care. I, I hate I mean, to say that about that's, Randy that's Orton and the that, Street that, Profits. That, that looks like a house show match. 
it, it looks I, I I'm sorry, but uh, Orton saving that match, I think, is yeah. what what WWE think anyway. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll put, we'll put it all on Randy. He's we'll done it before. <laughs> he carried he carried that scene a feud for four years. You can you can do anything. <laughs> oh. and then right. Nick, and then also not announced for a particular not, not officially announced but Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes Finn Balor versus Damian Priest and Omos versus Bobby Lashley are rumoured for night two but then you've already got like the same amount of matches of night one why yeah, how's that all fit the, on women's, night two? the women's tag team match will last like five seconds <sighs> it shouldn't even be on like, I, don't, I, I don't think some of those women will even get tagged in <laughs> Can we do that as a prediction? How many of them get tagged in and become legal <laughs> mate, women? Oh. If I was like Naomi or Natalia, I wouldn't be too worried about putting more working gear on. <laughs> You're just going to stand on an apron. <laughs> oh, I had, the thing is, I had a go about Natalia being on the card last time I was on news. I felt bad afterwards, but I, why is she with Shayna Baszler? I don't know. <laughs> I've already shrugged, mate. I'm not, I'll do it again. I'm out of shrugs. <laughs> so basically, Reigns versus Brock will go like 25 minutes. And probably every other match on night two will last less than 10. Apart, I want Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn to have a car crash match, but in a good way. You think Knoxville, 50 year old Johnny Knoxville, is going more than 10 minutes? Uh, you've got the whole jackass coming in. Yeah, there'll be a lot of time when he's just dead on the floor and like Sammy Zayn just beating Steve up with a bin or something. Yeah. Chris Pontius, Steve O, wee man, take your pick. I mean, are we going to have to see Chris Pontius's dick on WWE TV? Party boy. Oh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> oh, right. And on, on that note, on, on Chris Pontius's dick, we'll leave it there for WWE News and we'll move on to, to AEW slash Ring of Honor. So we did there because like because it's the same company now we we push it all together. Ah, you can push it all together, can you? Okay, right. Oh, sorry, right. sorry. I've just totally fucked. It's me. Um, Tony Khan announced that a new female signing will be debuting on this week's AW Dynamite, challenging Ali in an Owen Hart Memorial Cup tournament qualifier. Fightful has spoken to numerous sources who indicate no, these are two of- these are two different ones, right? Oh, why have I put it as the same one then? Sorry. <laughs> Tony Khan has announced new female signing will be debuting on this week's AEW Dynamite Challenging Alley in an Owen Hart Memorial Cup tournament qualifier. Any any idea who you think it might be? Is there rumours of who it may be? Well, um, Athena, the former Emma Moon, has been posting a lot on Twitter about like getting ready to go to work and stuff like that. So That, that is a shout. I, I, to be fair... Unless you get, like, Ali Catch in there, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of the released women, I think um, Ember Moon or Athena, uh, Tiger Knox or Nick Newell or Ty Valkyrie are probably the three. The, yeah, that, that's a, that yeah. could That could reasonably come in from there. Um, I think it'll be one of them, because I think that they're, they're, um, they're no computer up now. So Are they pushing it hard to be a big star? Um, I don't think so, but like, I, there's been a lot of root rumbling because obviously um, Athena's wrestled Thunder Rosa on the Independence. Um, I'm. Sh- it, it has to be someone big if they're fighting Ali, sure, surely. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, I'd, I'd go gonna, with Athena. 
they're probably going to win and they're probably going to go straight into the Owen Hart Cup and have a good run in it. So, yeah, I, I'd go with Athena. I wouldn't argue with that. Well, speaking of speaking of new, new incomings, uh, Fightful, as you very nearly blew the blue uh, early, Fightful has spoken to numerous sources who indicate the working plan is for Jonathan Gresham to sign with AEW slash Ring of Honor, and have noted that he is expected to work AEW dates. We've also heard there were discussions to integrate Supercard of Honor into the announcement of the deal being made. However, that is far from confirmed. So, would it be? A, so, I think something's got to happen. I mean, obviously, he's probably going to be Bandito at Supercard of Honor, isn't he? For the is titles, it, is it for the titles? It's it's unification, yeah. Right, okay. They're they're going to get there one night before, two nights before Vince. They're going to do a unification match on Friday, before his unification match on Sunday. Uh, I mean, Bandido and Gresham will be a banger match. Just I'll be watching other wrestling instead, which we'll talk about. Which we'll, we'll get to. Um, but yeah, that that super card of honor card is looking pretty good. Like, again, we'll speak about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see what happens. I think, I mean, can you imagine the pop if, like, Danielson comes out at the end of Supercard of Honor to challenge Gresham? Oh, or even CM Punk. Oh, Punk. If, if, Punk. Punk's, Punk. if Punk's already, if, if, if AFI hits at the end of um, Supercard of Honor, the roof will come off. It'll be great. I, I think... I think it would have to be AFI, wouldn't it? Just to make yeah. things come that's complete. His, well, well, that's his Ring of Honor music. And yeah. They've already, bought, they've already got the rights to it before, so they could presumably do it again. Yeah. I assume if you pay for it, you can play it on a couple of times, times, maybe. It depends yeah. on the deal, I suppose, but yeah. Or you, or you just buy out the rights to it, yeah. Um. Next up... All Ego Ethan Page has extended his contract with All Elite Wrestling. Fightful Select has learned. Page had only signed with the company in early 2021, and we're told that a deal to extend his contract was actually reached later that year. Terms of the deal were not disclosed, but Page is set to remain with AEW for years to come. Good stuff. Uh, I saw also he's actually officially moved to America now, hasn't he, as well? He did that earlier this year. Where was he before? He was still living in Canada. Ah, okay. Right. So now he's he, he doesn't have to like get his visa sorted when he goes to shows and stuff now. So, so he's just staying in Florida now. I, I don't know where he's. I don't know where. Uh, I mean, living, it travels but... about, so you can literally stay anywhere now. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people live in like like around Atlanta, Tennessee area, don't they? Because it's like very central and easy to like sort of go everywhere. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. I... Do Do you think Pages staying? Do I think he's staying? You just signed a new deal, mate. Oh, so, yeah. so, sorry. My fucking brain. Mate, do you know how often I do these news things? Never. He's <laughs> <laughs> just signed a long-term deal, mate, so I think he's going to be around for a little yeah, while. He, um, I, do you see um being elevated a bit more? Or? I think now that he's moved to the US, I think it'll be a lot easier to put the storylines. I think there's AW always very hesitant to use people who they can't have access to reliably. In storylines, I think I'd like to see a lot more of. I mean, I really liked his his feud with Derby. I thought that was excellent. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely a a sort of him versus Scorpio program. I mean, I can see a face turn for him at some point down the line. So I think he's he's got real good charisma, real natural. He's got a good energy, personality. Like sort of, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see him versus heel Scorpio for the TNT title at some point down the line. I think that'd be quite nice. Yeah, I'd go for that. He doesn't. He does, out of everyone. He doesn't need Dan Lambert. He's he's great on the mic. 
yeah, like, he's fantastic on the mic. I don't understand why he's not getting more mic time instead of Dan Lambert, to be honest. But yeah, um, I'm excited. I like Heath Page. Obviously, Dan Houses there now, so we get to see them have a few interactions backstage. It'd be nice. I'd like to see that. They're very good friends. Um, next up, according to their next official... Up, uh, the... Oh, yeah, you, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you can still back Ethan Page one. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. God, it's been a long day, isn't it? Yeah, I'm fucking sweating my tips off in this room. <laughs> Never mind. So, for anyone who's listened, Aaron, Aaron is in Scotland, and it's currently in the UK about 18 degrees today, which in Scotland might as well be 35. I'm fucking melting. <laughs> <laughs> the Scots aren't used to Scots and the sun and natural enemies. Like Scots and English, or Scots and Welsh, or Scots and other Scots. I'd hate to be ginger, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. According to their official Twitter account, AEW Music is set to release an AEW themed instrumentals album on Friday, April 29th. This is such a badly written story. The release of this new album comes after a popular request and will feature AEW entrance themes in instrumental form. And then it says, meaning the songs won't contain lyrics. Like, we don't know what instrumental means. Wait, so... Why is there... An... Why? Most songs have lyrics in them. Why are we only getting instrumental? So, because it's an orchestral. For it's, it's. I think it's all. It's orchestral. Oh, no, so no. This is just these. Just these. Just songs without lyrics for some reason. It's, it's literally just the theme songs. I know. The I know. I know there's not. There's an orchestral version in the works because I know Mikey Ruckus was working. It was so cool. So he got like members of the AW fan base to who could play instruments to record parts like remotely and then. He's editing them all together. Ah, okay. Well, this is something different by the look of things. So this is just, maybe people like it just for like background music or stuff. Or maybe it's to put in your favourite new wrestling game that's just come out. Fair. Right, okay. Um, So yeah, so they did release an instrumental version of Thunder Rose's theme song a few days ago uh, after she won the AW Women's World Championship. Uh, So yeah, so it's going to sort of follow in that thing. It's it's a a bit odd, but hey, whatever. More music is good. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like Mikey Ruckus is rapping or singing or whatever, there you go. Yeah, I suppose it's, it's like you say, it's good. It's good background music, isn't it? It's just like stuff you can loop over. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you, want read, uh, do you want to read the most perplexing news story of the week? Let's go. Paul White <laughs> revealed that Captain Insano is coming to EW. Tony, can, uh, this is what he says. Tony Khan and I have pretty fun stuff coming up in the future that he and I put together. We've exactly secured, we've actually secured the rights to Captain Insano. So we're going to break out Captain Insano. He will be coming out in the next couple of months. Uh, So that's why I've kind of toned down a little bit on the in-ring performance as well. We're kind of just doing the commentary while I'm getting wardrobe put together now for the outfits. And Max Dunbar, who's an incredible comic book design guy, helped draw the outfit up for Captain Insano. We're getting that made now, and then before you know it, Captain Insano is going to be running wild in AEW, dude. Uh, White said in a voice that obviously mimicked Hulk Hogan. Uh, I'm probably going to rip... Um, I, I'm probably going to rip Terry off, but you know... Right, so he's going for an actual rip-off. He's just stated he's ripping off Hulkster. Yeah. Right. Uh, hopefully he'll give me a pass as long as I don't drop too many copyrighted phrases. I think I'll be great. I'll be I mean, okay. Copyright, copyrighted phrases aren't the thing I'll be worried about dropping if you're doing Hulk Hogan. I mean, he literally pays Marvel if WWE says his name. 
or he says his name on TV. That's you know, why you never worried. see I'm, I'm, WWE I'm, I'm, I'd be more worried about the hot spicy racism, but you know. I, but no, but he's on about copyright. I'm sure yeah. you'll be fine. You'll be all right. I mean, right. This is from a personal standpoint. This is pretty cool. What is the what is the what is the section of the wrestling fan base who are clamoring for Captain Zeno? I mean, I don't think Apart anyone was clamoring for it, but now that it's been mentioned, it's like. <laughs> Do you do you have any do you have any memory of Captain Insano? Yeah, Waterboy. Yeah, have yeah. you seen that, that film? Came out like the year you were born. Uh, no, ninety seven. It came out something like that. It's not the year you were born. Uh, ninety five. I mean, I was two oh, years right. old. I didn't watch it in ninety seven. <laughs> you, you, you weren't watching it. You weren't watching it in the cinema. No, I didn't watch it in ninety seven. But I've seen the film numerous times. Um, yeah, I mean, if if we see more Paul White. Sammy's gonna have to wear a wig now. Um, yeah, well, he ain't got the hair for it now, is he? This, yeah. this point in his career, and he's not gonna be as like athletic or because he's a bit older, obviously. I mean, you never I don't think it looks right. in the film. He just he just cuts promos in the in the film, doesn't he? Yeah, but he was very all over the place and rah rah rah, shouty shouty shouty. Yeah, you can still do that if you're a bit right. Well, I I don't think it'll look right, but we'll see. It, it could do. You might shock me. Uh, right, moving on. Uh, Dustin Rhodes revealed on Twitter that he suffered an injury on Rampage against Lance Archer. He tweeted, "Hey guys, rough night. Told you uh, all. I'd give you an update. I got five stitches in the head. Pretty sore. The main thing is that I have a busted eardrum. Cannot hear out of it at all. But guess what? I'm in good spirits and I'm not going anywhere. So during the match, he was actually bleeding like out of his ear, wasn't he? Yeah." Yeah, it was Which, quite disgusting. Yeah, so there you go. We, we know, we know why that was happening. Um, I mean, he's he's a tough bastard, isn't he? But he's a right. tough bastard. He probably expected to get hurt in I mean, a Lance yeah. match in the nicest way possible. Saying that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not Lance not Sarge, in a bad a, way. Lance Archer's a big beefy boy. You'll throw you all over the place. Yeah. You, if you want to insist on I'm throwing you about, then go ahead. But it's at your own risk. <laughs> Oh, I, am I going to butcher this name for the next one? Would you right. like me to, to say the name? Please. Do you know the actual name? Yes. Yeah, crack on in. I'll do the so, next two. Konosuke Takeshita. Oh, yeah. Go on, you can, yeah. All right, so am I going to do this one? You do no, you, you so, can do it, yeah. So Konosuke Takeshita is coming back to AEW. On March 28th, on March 26th, sorry, the DDT Pro Wrestling Standout and the current Openweight Champion, I might add, uh, announced that he'll be doing a US tour and returning to AEW after April 10th. He said he is not just going to wrestle, but to challenge himself against the world. So Takeshita, he's the he's the DDT Pro like Openweight Champion. He was in AEW briefly last year, I think. He worked that house show they taped, if you remember. He, he teamed with um with Kenny and the Elite versus right, okay. other defaces. Uh, okay, he's he's very highly regarded as a, as a as in the Japanese like wrestling circles. He's a, he's very good. He's very good. I, I mean, I'd expect so if he's coming to AEW. I'd expect. Yeah, well, this is part be... obviously this is part of the um, partnership they've got with DDT Pro, yeah, TJPW. Uh, also, Maki Ito is going to be over in the US um, later this year. So, yay! She... More Maki Ito, please. Hopefully she makes her. She's in. She's actually wrestling in an indie show the night of Double or Nothing, but she's around that time. So hopefully she can make it over for a dynamite. I think that'd be awesome. Oh, hope so. That'd be good. Um, 
Next up, Fightful provided a major update on Ring of Honor's future. Uh, after a long wait, FTR versus the Briscoes was announced for Super Card of Honor recently. The match had long been the plan and hope for Ring of Honor Booker Delirious, as evidenced by the programme at Final Battle. However, we're told that talks really kicked up for the match in January. Uh, there were a lot of ups and downs before it was finally confirmed along the way. Warner Media had made it clear they didn't want the Briscoes in AEW at the time, which we still don't know how that has changed or if it will affect their Ring of Honor status. Fightful has also been told by many indie performers that they wanted to book the match, but weren't given the go-ahead. At one point, it looked like the match wouldn't happen at all. Eh. So is this all one bit? Yeah, it looks very yeah, all yeah, one you bit. Just, you can just carry on. Have a little breath and then you know compose yourself and carry on. It's, it's okay. Uh, when Tony <laughs> Khan acquired Ring of Honor, the match was put back together and set for Supercard of Honor. We're told it was quite the process and everyone involved worked hard to make it a reality when it seemed like it would be pretty straightforward initially. As reported last week, as of this moment, Delirious is still with the company. However, we're told that after Supercard of Honor, he'll be no longer committed to the company. There are rumours former... There are numerous former Ring of Honor names who are hopeful that they'd be brought back for the Ring of Honor reboot. However, many have since had no contact with new Ring of Honor management. Those that we've spoken to should be operating on the assumption that they won't be brought into the new company if they don't currently have a deal, but that could change. Many people in that same boat were actually planned for the Ring of Honor Supercard reboot. Among those include Killer Cross and Scarlet, who were told they were set for the show and spoken with Delirious about their appearance, but when the regime changed, they had not heard back. Uh, we're told to expect at least one person on the Supercard show to emerge as a sign-in with AEW slash Ring of Honor. A lot there. Yeah, a lot to pick up there. Um, so, yeah, so obviously um, the, the FTR Briscoes match was the worst kept secret in all the wrestling. It's just been a case of when, not if. Um, yep. um, so final battle, if, for those who don't know, uh, FTR attacked the Briscoes after they won the Titan titles. Um, you see, I can't, been, there was a, a very long stare-off before that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously the Briscoes have had some had a turbulent past, should we say, on social media with some of some of the some of the um, some very controversial pieces they've made. Uh, obviously, I mean, I can I can honestly believe that Warner don't might not want them on TV because they're not exactly network friendly, are they? And that must be only why then, because they can't say really much from the past because Sammy had a past. He's still with the company. Yeah, but they were backstage, weren't they? At one show. Yeah, I was in a while Sa- back. Sammy's had um, those fucking whatever they're called. The what are those meeting things that you had to go to? Oh, the sensitivity training. The sensitivity training. Um, the Briscoes have had that as well. They've already been. Yeah. So and they ha- and they have apologized. It must be something else. It can. They have apologized numerous times for the, the comments they made along those lines. And apparently, I, I mean, I'm, I'm no authority on this, but apparently, Effie has spoken very highly of them as well. I mean, they're in. They they are in GC. They've been in GCW a lot the past six months, and they've never said anything outright outrageous. For for anyone who's wondering, I think it was Jay Briscoe tweeted that he would basically rather kill his kids than have them be taught about gay marriage. Yeah, Uh, that was back in what? It was was like thirteen. It was like almost ten years ago, yeah. So I'm yeah. not saying, you know, I'm not saying I'm not excusing it, but I'm just saying he might have changed the person. He might have matured he, as a person. Yeah, pe- people do change in yeah. ten years. 
Um, yeah, but that could that could be hanging over them, and it could be preventing them from getting booked on AEW. It, it genuinely could be, but then the argument is, why is Sammy with the company if that is the case? There must be. Well, he was already he, he was already signed before it came out, wasn't he? Wasn't he? So. I, I know, but. Uh, oh, and then Killer Cross and Scarlet. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I mean, it sucks that they lost the booking, but I'm not gonna lose any sleep personally over them not appearing. Yeah, Sc- Scarlet is shite. She's just a fucking manager with tits. Um, and Killer Strong words. Killer, so, sorry, breasts. <laughs> is that, uh, is someone, that... Somebody once called Killer Cross the um, the Jai Court in professional wrestling, which I think is an incredibly apt description of him as as a, as a wrestler. <laughs> the thing is, I get it. He's big, he's muscly, he looks scary. Yeah, he uses his misses to rub him in the ring before the match. It's literally people want to see Scarlet and then Killer Cross is the fighter between the two. That's it. Just wish.com word limit. Yes, with awful tattoos on his back. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just slightly better crimson. Uh, yeah, and well, we speak about the Supercard of Honor preview. Yeah, let's well, let's run down what we've got I'll, so far. For you'll know more about it than me on this one, I think. Um, right. Okay. So we'll we'll do the opposite. Like, I'll okay. Say, so you're, uh, you're gonna put me. You're gonna put me on the spot here now. Yeah, right. I'll put you on the spot. So we'll start off with the big one: undis- undisputed Ring of Honor World Title, the unification match: Jonathan Gresham versus Bandido. Yep. So both these men are holding Ring of Honor belts. I think Bandido. Whole so there was, an, there was an issue where like Jonathan Gresham couldn't make it to a show, so but the Bandito wrestled like, like they did for the Cody Rhodes Sammy Guevara TNT yeah. title nonsense. Uh, they both <laughs> defended their titles at the first Terminus show, yep. And then yeah. after Gresham won in the main event, they had a stare down, so this is sort of leading on from that. So um, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be. Going to be controversial here. I'm probably going to get himself like kicked out of the, the online wrestling community here. I've never been that big on Bandito. I, um, yeah, I think he's got he's got a unique look. I think as the yes, he does. He's quite I a was, good. Him I mean, versus Blake Christian in December, January at GCW. I quite enjoyed that. I was I was kind of lukewarm on him before he tried to sneak Travis Banks onto a show, <laughs> and then. <laughs> That didn't do anything to endear him to me, to be fair. So then, then the bath went tepid. <laughs> Gresham slaps. So I'm happy for Jonathan Gresham. I mean, he's he's 100 going to win this. Yes, because yeah. going forward, he will be he will be Mister Ring of Honor. Which is why wouldn't you want Jonathan Gresham as yeah. Mister Ring of Honor? Um, uh, Ring of Honor tag team titles: the Briscoes versus FTR. We just talked about that, yeah. yeah. They've got that. They've, this is the match like six months in the making. It's gonna, it's gonna be. They're calling it. Um, FTR already tweeting saying it's a six-star match waiting to happen. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, the Ring of Honor Pure Championship: uh, Josh Woods versus Wheeler Yuta. Haven't seen an awful lot of Josh Woods. I know he's been on Dark a bit lately, hasn't he? Um, I couldn't tell you to be honest. Uh, Wheeler Yuta's class, though. Uh, this is going to be a really good chance for Wheelie Youth to show off what he's capable of. And it's going to play in really nicely if they, if they do. Um, and for it, anyone that's watching Supercard of Honor that isn't too familiar of Josh Woods because there's bigger names on this than what there would usually be, um, it gives you a chance to see who Josh Woods is as well. Yeah. And this is a pure match as well, so it's under pure rules. Yep. So it's a bit different. So be great. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alex Zane versus Swerve. 
I don't know an awful lot about Alex Zane. Never, I don't think I've ever really seen him wrestle. Uh, you did in the Battle Royal on GCW, but it was in the Battle Royal. Oh, he was the so tackle he, he, man. He was the one who jobbed out to Grim Reaper. Yes, in the Battle Royal, yes. <laughs> I know that wasn't Grim Reaper. That was the Walter Ben Ladder match, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah Alex Zane. That, that was the pre-show match, right? That was a pre-show match, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, he was good. Um, Swerve, obviously, is dope as fuck, so go Swerve. Uh, he's the type of guy. He's the type of guy you want on this show, like to promote AW and Ring of Honor yes. at the same time. I'm I'm surprised. Like out of everyone you went for, they went for Alex Zane to fight Swerve Strickland. But then, yeah, it'll be a good match. It's just oh, a yeah. bit of, I, I'm a shocking pick. I think is the best word to go for it. Not in a bad way. Uh, Ninja Max to appear again, flippy shit GCW. I approve. <laughs> yep. Ninja Max, if you don't know Ninja Max, he's one, probably one of the top flippy boys in the in the US working in the US at the moment. Yep. Um, he's like he's like he's like almost at that Ray Phoenix level. Like he's that yeah, good. He is he is genuinely that good. It's just he's not really spoken about because you never really see him on the no, he's only ever been in like GCW yeah. or you know Ring of Honor. He's never been on like national TV. He's showing up in the UK for is it Progress? Oh, it's is, okay. Is he is he not in the tournament? Oh, the uh, the Atlas tournaments. I think I think so. Yeah, I'm sure oh, it. Tournament, the tournaments of big beefy boys. Oh, is it Atlas? It might not be Atlas then. Have you seen the size of the Atlas belt? Maybe wouldn't you be able to pick it up. <laughs> I'm sure he's in a tournament in the UK. I'm sure it's for Progress. Um, Joe Henry's to appear as well. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's still technically signed under Ring of Honor. I'm he sure only, he well, he, well, he would have been released off his contract when it, the company but, went bust. Yeah. yeah, he was he was heavily involved with Ring of Honor before it all went away, wasn't he? he he's a big beefy boy now. He he didn't used to be. He's a big boy now. Yeah, he's he's been eating that. He's been eating all the haggis. <laughs> uh, and finally, Lee Moriarty versus Jay Lethal. Fine. Jay to again, another guy who's had a storied Ring of Honor career. Lee Moriarty is exactly the type of guy who should be working in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he that has match... done for a while, has he not? He had... Yeah, he's definitely been there. That match will be great. Lee Moriarty is a technical wizard. Jay Lethal's no slouch. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. You looking forward to it? Yeah, I mean, I think I'll because it's like the night before Mania, isn't it? So I'll probably watch it because I'll, I'll be, I'll be like getting my body clock ready for Mania mode. So I'll probably stay up and just give it a go. I'll be watching Spring Break, mate. <laughs> uh, n- nice. I know. I'll, 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 I'll give this go because this has got a lot of links to AW. So I reckon there's going to be a lot of bleed over between AW and this show. There's going to be a lot of AW guys appearing. I honestly think one of Punk or Danielson will show up at the end to challenge the winner of the main event. A Ring of Honor, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Um, like, what if Joe turns up? Ooh, I mean, you could. Yeah, yeah. realistically, you could. Um, next up is rest well, of the world. We'll, we'll move. Yeah, we'll move over to the rest of the world. Uh, before we, so we'll, we'll we'll close out. We'll give you we'll give you the floor at the end. Yeah, that's fine. Collective. But before we do that, we've got a few little bits we need to get through. Um, so we'll we'll do news first, and then we'll run through the impact show that's coming up as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. I, so first up, then we've got Kyrie, aka or formerly known as Kyrie Sane, uh, returned to Stardom this weekend in her first match back uh, since WWE release. But she apparently she suffered a ruptured eardrum in her second match back against Starlight Kid. That kind of sucks. Two eardrums in one week. I know. You wait ages for a busted eardrum, then two for longer ones. <laughs> it's like buses for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And that sucks. I mean, we obviously we wish we wish her and, and Dustin as well a uh, speedy recovery. Um, just want to see Kyrie saying wrestling again. Uh, good that she's back in stardom. She's doing doing the Lord's work over there. I would like to see her in a more prominent. No offense to stardom, but it's a bit of a hassle to watch, isn't it? Yeah, maybe if she, I mean think about it in a way, if she ends up doing some stuff with TGPW, she could even end up back in the states and working for AW. Wouldn't that be a turnaround? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm not gonna. I just want to see her in a more prominent. I don't think prominence is a word to use. Just a slightly more accessible. I want to see Curry versus Lulu Pencil Choco Pro. Give me what I want. You only know Lily Pencil because I had to Google her for like. <laughs> should, oh. Right. Uh, our last bit of news before we go into Impact and then other thing, our last thing, is actually Virginia won the 2022 New Japan Cup, uh, defeating Tetsuya Naito in the finals. Um, That was yesterday. Yesterday. Yep. Top lefty Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. I, I, as of recording yesterday. Um, but. I mean, I've seen a couple of highlights of the matches. I, I I pay for New Japan all year round. I never watch it apart from Wrestle Kingdom. So the only thing I've seen is so he won it in 2018 as well, didn't he? Yes. And apparently in 2018 when he won, he complained that the beer they handed him after he won was too warm. Right. So this time when he this time when he won it, the beer he was given was apparently ice cold. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. You know, like story. If, that, if that's not long, if that's not long term, if that's not long term booking, I don't know what is. <laughs> Just getting past a cold beer instead of a warm one. That's fair. Oh, I mean, good on him. I assume he goes to is it Sakura Genesis? Is that the SummerSlam one? The summertime one? Yeah, that's no idea. It sounds right. It sounds right. If I'm wrong, I'll probably be shouted at on something Twitter or something. Uh, yeah, cool. New Japan. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, good. He's actually a junior winner. He's, he's he's a good lad. Okay. Like I said, proper proper Tory hater. <laughs> Not enough of them in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, right, we'll move on then. We've got the Impact Wrestling event. So this is notably on the same day as Supercard of Honor. Uh, so this is Multiverse of Matches on the first of April. So also this Friday. Um, we've got a stacked card. So I'll, I'll go through it and again, um, I'll give you. A sort of well, we can just sort of talk about what we think because we both we're both lapsed impact fans, aren't we? So yeah, we we keep tabs on it, but we don't really watch it anymore. Right, we'll go bottom to top this time because we'll finish with the main event or what looks like the main event. Um, so first of all, we have the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships, the Influence, Tanel Dashwood and Madison Rain, the champions, versus Tasha Steels and Savannah Evans versus Havoc and Rosemary versus Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost. Uh, I'm. I'm. Go- <laughs> Can we have a go at Impact for doing the exact same as WWE? <laughs> I mean, when you see like a multi-woman tag match like this, you just get the fear, don't you? That it's going to be yeah. like five minutes long, and it's just an excuse to cram out as many women on as possible, and like none of them are going to get time to shine. Hopefully, you never know. It might be. It might not be the case, but hopefully. The, the thing is, is Tasha Steele's not the women's champion. I mean, she's the women's uh, yes, champ. Singles is, title. Yeah. yeah. So why so, is she in this match? Why do we have a Diona Perazzo Open Challenge when? Tasha Steele's your women's champ. Because Deanna Perazzo is still the most marketable woman on the Impact roster, despite the fact that she's not been champion for some time. Fucking I mean, fair. Hi, I suppose. 
Um, yeah. You want to talk about you want to talk about a mad match, and this is one just for you, Aaron. Uh, Mickey James and Nick Aldis versus Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona. I mean, well, Madness this is back, this, baby. This show is called the Multiverse of Matches, isn't it? So it's yeah. The on the promo for this match has actually got the NWA logo in the background color yeah. for them. So, the real forbidden door. I mean, and. Fuck Matt Cardona, as everyone would say. Uh, get involved if you're not saying fuck <laughs> Matt Cardona. Um, Chelsea Green can just get in the bin. I'm sick of seeing her. Uh, uh, Mickey James, good to see you again. Nick Aldis, it's not often I get to see him outside NWA. It'll be weird to see him back in the Impact Ring, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Magnus. <laughs> the Mag Daddy. The Mag uh, Daddy. Next up, the match I would probably be the most looking forward to. There's two matches on here that I really like, both involved in the guns. Um, first off, we have Mike Bailey versus Alex Shelley. I, it'll bang. Yeah. It will bang. I keep forgetting Mike Bailey's an impact now. Like Impact is very quietly put together an incredibly good roster. Mike Bailey's in everything just now. Tasty. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be real good. And next up then, we have Josh Alex. This, is, this feels like this feels like someone just made it on like a wrestling game. Josh Alexander and Jonah versus Impact World Champion Moose and PCO. The thing is, you know what's good about Mania Weekend is that you have all these companies in the same place and they all intertwine with each other. Like there's wrestlers in this TNA show that are going to be showing up in GC Dub, which we'll get onto later. Mm. And there's a lot of crossover with other like company, every company is in the same place as Mania, and that's why generate that money, baby. Uh, yep, next up, then, as you said, at the Anaparato Open Challenge, I have no idea who that could be. Um, pass, I, I, I uh, you think maybe someone from NWA because, like, if they're, if they're like sort of code, but are they, like, um, what's a face, Camille, maybe? Uh, what's um, Joy Janela's missus called? What's her name? I can't remember oh, her name. The one who's the one who's been on AW. Yeah. The, the big one. Hi. Yeah, I know you mean. Hi, it could be her. Yeah, I know. Uh, next up, then uh, another interesting match actually: Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Edwards. I'm not a fan of Eddie Edwards. It's, I mean, if you bring Ishii over, is is Eddie Edwards really the best person you can give him? Exactly. I'm, why are we I'm... not getting? Why are we not getting Ishii versus Moose? Because Moose has got to be in that tag. Because someone's got to tag with PCO. <laughs> you can't just have him in there on his own. <laughs> Couldn't you just yeah. send Kenny King out to die in that one? And like, <laughs> you know, put Moose against ECA and just uh, give us two big boys beating the piss out of each other. Yeah, I've, I've never under... I've never... Like Teddy Edwards, to be honest. Can you not bring AC Romero back in and just have the two of them smash into each other for like five minutes? Do it, please. Do it. Oh. Met AC, well, I didn't. I, I saw AC Romero on uh, TNT the other week, and he was the nicest man. Is he? Yeah, he's such a lovely fella. Uh, that's fair. Just let, let him and Ichi just beat the piss out of each other. Uh, yeah, literally. Just what, like him. Jonah? Jonah's right there. Aye, Jonah's right there. Yep. Yep. Oh. oh my god! How do you? I mean, like, I, I no no disrespect to the Edwards, but like, that isn't that isn't his wheelhouse, is it? No, no, sadly not. Uh, next up, then a match I actually really looking forward to as well. Uh, Jay White versus Chris Sabin. Yeah, I yeah. Jay Jay White's been a star outside of a 
prominent company as well. Yeah. It's fantastic to see. Uh, yeah, Chris Evans always a good hand. In the most positive way possible is saying that. Yeah. And then we have the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson versus the Briscoes, Mark and Jay Briscoe. Briscoes pulling double duty. Uh, Riveting. Skip. <laughs> I mean, out of all the Briscoes matches on this weekend, that's not the one I want to see. It's not the one to watch. <laughs> uh, and then the main event, Ultimate X for the Impact X Division Championship, Trey Miguel, the champion, versus Vincent, versus Chris Bay, versus Rick Swan versus Willie Mack, versus Jordan Grace. Ultimate X never really... It's always... Okay to brilliant. There's never a yeah, bad one. There's, there's always a high floor on Ultimate X match. Yeah, there's always it's not ne- it's never going well, to be bad. Except for that one that I boosted. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're mostly always excellent. They're mostly always fun. Uh yeah, but there's big there's powerhouses in there, Grace and Mac. There's uh and Mac can move as well. Swan can move. Bay yeah. can move. Uh, v- Vincent's pretty fast on his feet there. Which one's Vincent? Do I know him? Uh, the Matt Haven's fucking group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ring of Honor. The one with the hair. Yes. That aye. one. Aye. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, yeah, it should be a good fun card. Um, Obviously, I feel like it's. I feel its timing's a little unfortunate. I feel like it's going to get pushed out. It's certainly in my in my diary with all the other shows going on that weekend. Oh, do, do you want to talk about the matches that are in my? Well, before we close, as we close out the news, as we close out the show, so Aaron, talk to me very briefly about the collective, what it is, and tell me the matches that you picked that you want to preview. Uh, collective uh, as GCWs, they do it every. every... Mania weekend, they do 12 shows in three days, all of them four hours long. Um, so that if, if you count up, that's 16 hours a day. Oh boy, um, I'm me and Ryan are going to watch them live, it's going to be a rough every one. single one, uh, apart from the ones that collide with Mania, I think. But then by then, all the good ones are already done, basically, right? Um, so they, they know themselves to book the ones around yes. Mania that are the most anticipated ones, yes, basically. Um, so yeah, you've it's 12 shows, all the your big stars show up. Uh, GCW invests most of the year, like it builds up the Mania weekend. This is their big one. Um, so you've got like before star- we go into this, correct me if I'm wrong, it was it's like $140 for the 16 shows. Yeah, uh, the 12 shows, right? It's 120 pounds in the UK for them. Yeah. Yeah, so so you sort of have to go on halfers with someone if you want to watch them all. <laughs> I mean, I paid for it all last year on one, so it saves me money this year. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'll I've got like fifteen matches and like that people know of or you should look at and you should just have a nosy at because they're quite big matches. So if people are thinking like either I want to try and get into this GCW stuff because I've heard a lot about it. I don't really know where to start. Maybe if you can't watch them live or you don't want to pay the money, these are matches to maybe go back, go back afterwards and sort of look at these matches after the patent. Yeah, and these 12 shows all have different things, like different, like... Gimmicks. Gimmicks, yeah, basically. So we'll, we'll, I'll quickly go to day three because there's only one big show on that one. That's the very first one of the day. It's Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Um, it's just a weird one. Uh, Sheik versus Paro. I know you're a big fan of Sheik Tasty. 
Big fan of Paro as well. A big, big fan of Paro, yeah. Uh, Paro's a big scary boy. Probably the scariest like gay man you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> yeah, last um, year he last year he had a twink hunter battle royal where he was beatable at a little lads. He literally just tossed about a bunch of little lads and it was scary to watch. <laughs> and a weird one um, for this one is Ali Catch versus Dango, formerly Fandango. Of... And this is interesting because Fandango's actually announced that once he's finished his current run of dates, he's going to retire from wrestling. This is his only date on GCW Collective as well. This is so this, only... will be the last, this will be the last time you'll see potentially see Dango in a, in a GCW ring. On Effie's Big Gay Brunch out of all yeah. the 12 shows you could have possibly had him on. Um, I, I mean, he might be at Joey Janelle's spring break. Uh, we'll go to night one, just quickly. Uh, there's two big shows happening. There's a deathmatch one too, but there's this is more of a for the review. Bloodsport, a couple of big matches there. Uh, Josh Barnett versus Jonah, big hossies. Oh. Uh, the blood... that's, that's blood, that's on Bloodsport. That's on Bloodsport, yeah. So right, for anyone who doesn't know what Bloodsport is, it's basically raw underground done properly. Right. Yes, it's literally just you either have to knock out your opponent or make them tap. Is the ropes. And there's no ropes, is there? It's No ropes. There's just the ring floor. You have to stay on the ring floor and it's just ground and pound to its fullest. But who is the sw- is there a sweaty man presenting it? I, I don't know. There is no host or that announced. So <laughs> but is there a sweaty man and dancing girls? Because that's what <laughs> I liked about Rowan the Grand. Dolph Ziggler being a hard man. <laughs> But a Jonah versus Josh Barnett's going to absolutely fuck. That, that's going to be big sweaty horses going at it. Uh, John Moxley versus Biff Busek. That is formerly known as Oni Lorcan in WWE. Yeah, he's in trouble. He, he's in trouble. Uh, and Minoru Suzuki versus Dirty, da- Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson. Yep. Oh, that's... So if you haven't seen Chris Dickinson, he is a scary man. He is a scary man. Um, but then Minoru Suzuki is like the actual embodiment of evil. So, you know, yeah. it's... <laughs> Yeah, uh, also on night one, we go uh, Joey Janelle's Spring Break, part one. There's two parts. He's going to be on night one, night two. Good reason for it, though. Uh, a couple of matches on night one. Uh, one with a lot of build-up, and I'm quite scared for is Alex Cologne versus John Wayne Murdoch for the Ultraviolence title. Um, because the first one got very bloody and the match actually had to be stopped. Just, this, this is the one I had to stop, yeah. Yeah. I watched Alex Cologne uh, last month in... Um, TNT on our local promotion and he had an absolute banger with yeah. uh, and he won the TNT um, Extreme Championship and yeah. yeah, he currently has it in his possession so yeah so this is going to be a scary match to watch but I'm also very very excited and yeah. it's not even on the death match show which is on after spring break <laughs> um, you've got Mickey James versus Ali Catch I mean, be nice. yeah. uh, and you've also got with a lot of build up is X-Pac versus Joey Janela this has had like actual story. This has had all way, actual story all the way line. back from the Hammerstein show when X Pac came in. Yeah, and to it's not often they do like proper matches with build up because usually they just have like shows every two weeks like, and they just wasn't part of this. Wasn't part of this build up like Joey Janela destroying like a really rare vintage X Pac action figure. Yeah, literally just broke it. <laughs> I was, it's like holy shit. It's managed to like managed to make the entire internet cry at the same time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's a couple of things in night one you should really look for. As I said, there's another deathmatch show. It's very exciting stuff. Uh, night two, there's uh, For the Culture, which is all independent on African-American culture and just around the world, African-American people. Yeah. 
Uh, yep. A couple of matches, a big name. The Impact title is on the line. As Tasha Steeles goes one on one with Big Swole. Oh, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. And Shane Taylor Promotions uh, versus the Hitmakers. Hitmakers are the Hit Row without Swerve. So like Top Dollar and um, Adonis. Adonis and yeah, the other one's going to be there too. The uh, Bfab. Bfab. She's going to be there too. Yep. Um. So just because that's their first thing they've done since. Yes, leaving the, the company. Match. Yeah. So it's a bit shocking to I mean, have them there. I assume they're using different names just in the WWE ones. Yes, I, don't the, I, I can't remember what they're called, but yes, they are. But they're called hit makers, so they've kept it this similar. They've got half the name. They've still yeah. kept half of it. They've, uh, you've got the World on Lucha, which is all about Lucha wrestling, funnily it's enough. It's presented by Gringo Loco, I believe. Yep, yes, um, who is a very flippy boy for the size of him. Oh, he's a, he's looks like, he looks like me. What if I could do Lucha moves? Which is crazy. <laughs> um, Tony Deppin versus Psychosis. I remember Psychosis. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Caballero versus Jack Cartwheel. Jack Cartwheel, the man that does the cartwheels and the flips. Johnny Caballero is John Morrison. Yeah. Uh, in, another, in another persona. In another uh, Jack Cartwheel, persona. he's the guy who either had hit to him or hit that mad like jumping stunner on the guy who was diving off the balcony, wasn't he? Yes. He was, yeah. he was either the guy diving off the balcony or the guy that got the stunner as he died off the balcony. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's, this, that match should bang. Yes. Oh, they're, both, they're, both, they're both excellent flippy boys. Yeah. Um, and Spring Break Part 2, uh, PCO versus Mike Bailey. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a clash of styles if there ever was that, one. That's Spring Break for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spring Break is basically just if you just press random on like a wrestling in a wrestling game and like two people just pop up on the, on the, in the match. Oh, it, you know, it's, it's so good. Uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Effie. Effie is in danger. Effie is in serious danger. Um, and the clusterfuck. If you don't know what the clusterfuck is, is basically Royal Rumble. Uh, this is the greatest clusterfuck. So I assume there's fifty in it. Oh um, god. Odds are there's going to be everyone I've just named plus anyone. Is it being held in the King of Saudi Arabia? No, it's still going to be in Dallas, Texas. Um, a couple, a couple of standout stars that have been announced that aren't on anything else. Maven, yes, um, and Jimmy Wang Yang and his daughter. Is Jimmy Wang Yang bringing the party bus? I hope so. I really hope <laughs> so. Uh, but most of that fifty will be filled up with names that I've either already mentioned or on one of the cards anyway. But you'll still have a couple of shockers in there. Oh yeah, like Joey Janela make sure like the fans pop every so often for something quite big or so in niche of the internet basically. Yeah, Joey Janela's spring break is just like what if yeah. the wrestling show was like internet humor? Literally, the last clusterfuck we had uh, uh, is it we yes we yes yeah we yes that sounds the right. Teenage, the the teenage dirtbag guys. Yeah, yeah, they were there and they sung with Marco oh, Stunt. Sweet. <laughs> So there you go. That's just a quick cap or recap or, or review on some of the matches you should uh, have a, preview, a look at. preview, if you will. Sorry, a preview, yes, on matches you should look at. Um, awesome. But there is plenty more matches for with names that people might be unfamiliar with. JTG's in there, Rich Swan's in there. They're all there. Go have a look. 
it'll be fine. I mean, as as we've as we've sort of discussed over the course of this this episode, there is a plethora of wrestling available this weekend. Uh, no matter what you're into, there's something for you out there. Whether it's WrestleMania, whether it's uh, Supercard of Honor, whether it's the Impact Multiverse show, whether it's the the smorgasbord that is the collective. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. Like that, that's how Mania works. Like the all the companies have realised if we go to the same place as WrestleMania. We can make a bucket and put on a banging show. Yeah, because everyone's there, so you can have all yeah. these like one-off dream matches. Like you can have like Suzuki slapping the piss out of Effie, <laughs> and then you can also have PCO mad. versus Mike Bailey. That is mad that we're getting Suzuki versus Effie, and I can't wait. <laughs> Suzuki to slap Effie like super hard, and then a nice daddy likes it chance from the crowd. <laughs> and then hell. he'll slap him to the point where he won't like it. Oh, Daddy Nina, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, on that note, then, I think it's time to call it a day. Um, obviously, yeah, please do. Um, thanks for joining us. Please do enjoy your wrestling. There's plenty of it on this weekend. I'm sure you'll find something you like. Uh, have a little poke around. If, you, if WrestleMania's not doing it for you, feel free to go and watch something else. There's tons out there, and it's all awesome. Uh, so, yeah, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Stay safe, enjoy your wrestling, and we'll see you all very soon. Goodbye. Bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. <laughs>